Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful future exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life. And for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. In this episode, I'm interviewing a national speaker and best-selling author on the art of growing your business. We're going to hear from him right after we hear from our show sponsor, Sunbelt Business Advisors. You wouldn't go deep sea fishing without a guide or skydive without an instructor. So don't sell your business without a broker. Now is a great time to sell a business. Many are selling at a premium. Contact a business broker at sunbeltminnesota.com or call Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880 and get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth. Because selling your business is the biggest financial decision you may ever make. There is a record number of buyers looking for businesses right now. It is a seller's market. You could list, sell, and get more for your business now and start the next successful chapter of your life. Call 612-455-0880 today or visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. 612-455-0880, sunbeltminnesota.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today with Mark LeBlanc who runs a speaking business in Minneapolis, conducts presentations, and creates experiences, including rainmaker retreats all over the country for top producers and select teams who want to create an extreme sliver of focus and put more money in their pocket as business owners. In fact, his latest book is titled Rainmaker Confidential. As a result of this work, people often share they are more focused each day attract more prospects, and stimulate more referrals, and create a path for generating more business. On a personal note, next summer he's going on a short 500-mile walk across Spain for the fourth time. Mark LeBlanc, welcome to Poised for Exit. Hey, Julie, it's good to be with you. It is so good to see you and so good to have you here. Um, I I'm so excited for this interview. <laughs> I've been wanting you on the show for a long time, and I wanted to wait until I had a good listening audience so that it would benefit you and benefit all of the people out there who are going to listen to your wisdom and tips and all of the things that you do to impact people's lives, which is is quite expansive. And I, as, as a witness of that and experienced that myself, um, through being at many of Mark's presentations and speeches, um, and he always over-delivers, as well as the retreats that he conducts for people in business. So listen up, everyone. Um, before we get into my hard-charging questions, <laughs> I just want to have you share a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your background, and, and um, tell us about that focus that you're talking about. Well, uh, thank you, Julie, and certainly thank you for having me on your show. Mm. As you know, I've been on my own uh, virtually my entire adult life. Mm -hmm. I had a job once for about six months, mm. and I was inspired by the two words, you're fired. Mm. And I made a vow at 21 that I would do whatever it would take to make it on my own. 
Now, it seems like yesterday, but this year I'm celebrating my 39th year of wow. being uh, my own boss. And it hasn't always been easy. Right. Um, I've experienced the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, and the great. And through it all, I wouldn't uh, change a thing. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think the next 10 years are going to be amazing uh, for those who take advantage of the opportunities that are out there. Mm-hmm. And when we think about business development, uh, it goes hand in hand with focus. Now, I can do a presentation and ask an audience, small, medium, or large, how many of you would like to be more focused on a daily basis? And almost every hand will go up. Mm. In reality, focus is nothing more than making decisions and having the discipline uh, to see them through. And the more focused you are, the easier everything becomes. So how do you become more focused? Well, <laughs> there's if you if you think of a word picture and you put focus in the hub of a wheel with many spokes, we can come mm. at focus from a number of different angles or perspectives. But I think it starts first with what do you want? Mm. The seemingly simple question, what do you want, is the second most difficult question for professionals to answer. Probably people everywhere to answer. Nothing great happens if we leave it in our head or we leave it in our heart. Right. Now, if what do you want is the second most difficult question for people to answer, the most difficult question is what are you willing to do in order to get more of what you want? Do you think that that's where people stop? Oh, they don't don't even want to write they don't even want to write down what they want. Sure. Well, and 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 um, that 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 other question that you just asked, what are, what are you willing to do to get what you want? It seems to me that um, many people are afraid afraid to identify what it is that they're willing to do because maybe they're afraid of greatness. Uh, definitely, I think fear never sleeps. Right. And there's a. You know, so much of my work is about frames and formulas and formats. You know, left to our own devices, we will screw it up. (laughs) And and so I need to to take myself uh, out of the equation. Mm. And so there is sometimes a forgetfulness, uh, sometimes a temptation or uh, compromise uh, or even laziness. And sometimes the more clarity we bring to what we want. Believe it or not, I used to think that everybody was willing to go there. But the more clarity you bring to what you want, the more you are responsible then for taking action. Absolutely. And if you eliminate the gray area in your business model or in your life, then you have only you to look to as to whether or not you are getting where you want to go. Now, for the professionals and business owners, entrepreneurs, people in sales, you know, would-be rainmakers mm-hmm. uh, out there, it starts. It, it also starts with letting go of your annual goal and getting mm-hmm. a snapshot of a model month. 
you know, too often professionals, it's like, well, my goal this year is to increase my sales 20% or I want to do a million dollars this year, whatever their target is for the year. Mm. And I would encourage people to just divide it by 12 Mm. and create a path and a plan to being at that target number every 30 days. I think the secret to your success lies in the phrase every 30 days. If you create a snapshot of a model month and then create a path and a plan to be at or near that model month every 30 days, you're much more likely to end up where you wanted to go. Or better. Or better. And of course, You know, we're taping this show in January, depending upon whenever uh, a listener might be listening to this show. But Mm -hmm. we've already gone through the exercise, the annual uh, routine of New Year's resolutions, and most are already broken uh, by now. (laughs) We can hardly wait till spring. (laughs) But the problem is, or the challenge is, we're so committed to something bigger Mm -hmm. that seldom will we lay down a foundation for your potential to emerge uh, and for you to flourish uh, in your career. In other words, um, maybe more bite size versus the macro. Like years ago, I used to listen to Zig Ziglar and he would always say, well, how do you eat an elephant? Well, you eat an elephant a bite at a time. One bite at a time. Right. And he would also say, do you want to be a wandering generality or a meaningful specific? Ah. I like that. And it that that's what I thought of when you were just talking about that focus and finding that clarity instead of the annual goal, look at the next 30 days. And I like to think of the monthly, uh, uh, I guess I'll drop a, a new term for some people, and the term is benchmark. Hmm. In fact, one day I want to write a book titled uh, Down with Goals and Up with Benchmarks. Nice. If your goal is to do a million dollars a year or switch out whatever your target is, mm-hmm. um, but if your goal is to do a million dollars a year, um, then your monthly benchmark is to book or contract for $80,000 every 30 days. Well, that brings the pre- that brings the future to the present. Yes. I remember I was working with a, a client uh, here in the Twin Cities and I'd been working with them and talking with them. Uh, I call it your monthly optimistic sales target. And we'd been working on this mm-hmm. for some time. And uh, it was a little embarrassing. I, I drove away from that uh, coaching conversation and I thought, I should do some of this crap that I, <laughs> that I want my clients to do. This had to be a long time it, ago. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, and it was. It was. And... And I stopped into, uh, you know it, the Perkins restaurant on on Highway 100 uh, in Edina. And I took out a pad of paper and took a deep breath. And I thought, well, what would my... I had my annual goal, Mm -hmm. but the annual goal lets you off the hook. Doesn't it, though? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Julie. It's kind of an abstract. You didn't wake up this morning and say, hot diggity dog, I get to work on my (laughs) annual goal today. (laughs) Right. Um, You're so right. Yeah. Yeah. I took a deep breath and I, I wrote down what my monthly optimistic sales target would be. And all of a sudden, I was scared. It's like I had to do something today 
to move that ball forward, to get that momentum, to yes. make the call yeah. uh, to whatever I had to do, because that now became my charge. Yes. And my basic sales philosophy is if you can do it once, you can do it again. Mm-hmm. But the annual goal just simply lets you off the hook because you've got more time down the road to catch up for what you didn't do in January, February, or the first quarter. Right. That's like when a person sets um, a New Year's resolution, they wait until after the New Year to actually start it because they have more time to just not do anything. To think about it. Right. Yeah. So what would be a meaningful decision that someone could make right now to put them more into that sliver of focus? Write the number down. <laughs> and when we're talking number, what are we talking? Uh, gross revenue or? The, uh, no, the, well, the gross revenue for the target for the month. Okay. So your monthly optimistic sales target is the total value of the contracts or the sales that you want to contract or book or generate in mm-hmm. a 30-day period. But jot the number down and create a visual of it in your office. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had people create screensavers, yes. you know, custom or personalized screensavers with their optimistic sales number bouncing around the screen. Yeah. And so every time, you know, their screen went blank, all of a sudden their optimistic number, they had the visual of it that constantly reminded them Mm -hmm. that they need to work for that number first. Yes. And um, I know now and have success story after success story after success story of people who were much more likely to hit their annual goal by focusing on their monthly sales benchmark. It's just less intimidating. I mean, I can attest to everything you're saying because a few years ago when I went through Achiever Circle and you talked about this, I did it and it works. I mean, I didn't, I mean, I love the idea of having it on your screensaver. I never thought of that. I got a whiteboard and it's everywhere. Um, But boy, you know, seeing it and having it planted in your subconscious is powerful. Never underestimate the power of a post-it note. (laughs) Start with writing it down on a post-it note, for God's sake. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I wish I had stock in that, actually. <laughs> wow, this is so good. So you're, when you talk about a sliver of focus, that also has to do probably with some routines. Um, for certain. Yes. Um, there's a great book uh, by an author. I've never met him. I just was introduced to his work in the last 12 months. His name is Hal Elrod. And he wrote a great book titled uh, The Miracle Morning. Now, I've been a fan of morning routines and uh, rituals, and um, but Hal just brought it home mm. uh, to me. I was a little bit hit and miss. I wasn't mm. nearly as consistent as I wanted mm. in my morning routines. Um, but we all have to take responsibility in setting the stage for that day. Mm-hmm. And a practice uh, that I, um, in fact, this will be a reminder to you if you're if you're not um, using it, but I call the AMPM questions. Mm. And so every morning, once you have your monthly optimistic sales target, in the morning when you you know we have a personal our personal well being morning routine, and then we should have a business 
uh, morning routine when we step into our office. Mm -hmm. But once you step into your office and you have your one, two, three things that you do to set yourself up for the day, one of them is asking yourself the AM question. What am I doing today to book my optimistic sales number of blank? And at the end of the day, your PM question is, what did I do today to book my optimistic sales target Mm -hmm. of blank? And all you got to do is just fill in those two blanks. And so in the morning, you set your, you know, intentions, your commitments, uh, your deliberate steps for the day. And at the end of the day, you have your moment of truth. Did I trade this day for what I want? Mm -hmm. Or did I trade this day merely to survive. Well, and when it comes to time, we're never going to be able to get that back. Can't. Not possible. Can't. Yeah. And, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a myth to think that we can be focused for five, six, seven hours a day. We've got a lot of things uh, on our plate every single and day. distractions. Some days it feels like every day is a Thanksgiving meal <laughs> and we just have too much on our plate. Right. And so if we can create an extreme sliver of focus, I often say 30 minutes a day. And so when you ask yourself the AM question, what am I doing today to book my optimistic sales target of blank? Take a deep breath and just write down three what I have coined high-value activities. Okay. Three little baby steps. Sure. It could be a call. It could be... Uh, picking up the phone. It could be mailing a card. Uh, as an author, mailing a book. Um, but three little baby business development steps. Mm-hmm. And then if I can knock those out before, let's say, nine o'clock in the morning, I almost experience this exhale. Sure. At least, at the very least, I've done three short and sharp baby business development steps. And then, of course, I can go on to uh, having five coaching sessions that day or preparing for my next presentation or writing a chapter for my next book. Mm -hmm. But at least I'm grounding my day on moving that momentum ball forward. And so those are the baby steps in terms of like business development, not necessarily project work, like writing another chapter or you know, figuring out, you know, the presentation that you're going to be delivering to a large organization or whatever. Those are important activities, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I don't qualify them as high-value activities. Got it. So think of high-value activities as uh, strategy-driven, not project or tool-driven. In fact, one of my pearls of wisdom that I'm both uh, respected for and reviled for is never let the creation of a marketing tool or never let the creation of any idea get in the way of executing a strategy. Mm. Yeah, because strategies can be platitudes if you're not actually using a tactic to get it done. That's right. Yeah, definitely. Got to have that. Those little baby steps, like you said. So aside from the the activities, the personal and the professional, those three high-level activities, is there anything else about um, daily habits or things that we can do 
on a regular basis to keep ourselves dialed in. Well, there's some larger uh, issues or challenges uh, that we need to address. Mm -hmm. And one of those is making sure that you are aiming the implementation of your strategies at the profile of your perfect fit uh, client or Mm -hmm. your perfect fit prospect. Sure. Or in my case, as a, a professional speaker, my perfect fit audience. I used to recommend or encourage people Focus on your right fit. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you'll end up with a perfect fit, or sometimes you'll end up with a good fit. And it was a few years ago that I thought, no, I need to aim my efforts at my at the profile. In fact, the 20-point profile of my perfect fit audience or coaching client. Now, when you think about your mix of strategies... You're aiming them at the bullseye of what you want to do with the people you serve best. Mm-hmm. So these 20 points, I would imagine that you probably got tangible and intangible points. That's right? correct. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Tangible, uh, the demographics, revenues, sure. number right. of employees, size, yes. you know, those types of a geography, right? Uh, but then the intangibles are often even more important, right? The attitudes, the values, the right. beliefs, and the behaviors yes. um, that our prospects bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And I've worked one-on-one with over a thousand uh, small business owners and independent professionals. I never wanted to go to the intangible descriptors. Because I thought, well, I can work on those with them. Mm-hmm. But once I wrote my 20-point profile, I began to ask better questions sure. when someone came to me and was much and much more likely today to hedge my bets on those that I want to serve and will serve mm-hmm. versus those that might offer up excuse after excuse after excuse. Well, if they've got the values aligned and they're finding a right fit through the people that align with them, right? They want to buy from them because they've got kind of the same philosophy and they're on the same track, then the numbers numbers will follow, right? Their relationship has to start with, with that first. I think, I don't know, so many of my clients who have sales teams, um, so many of those salespeople aren't selling and and you're you're hitting the nail on the head. So that would be a question that I'd like to ask then is do you work with companies who have sales teams to help help them sell better and understand who they're selling to or do you prefer to just work with um independents? You know, it's a, it's a great question and I I'm both I'm both uh, proud and embarrassed that some of my greatest reviews have come from corporate sales teams. Mm. However, from a again from a focus perspective, sure. my proactive uh, efforts mm-hmm. versus my reactive efforts, my proactive efforts are always going to be directed at independent or practice professionals. Yeah. Well, I have plenty of those people who listen to this show. <laughs> so I'm hoping that they're really, they really got their ears on because 
if they're if what you're saying is resonating with what they're looking for in their life and in this year, then it would make total sense to me that they look you up and we will be tagging you in the show notes, and so it won't be hard for them to find you. Prom- oh, thank prom- you. Promise you that. Um, promise them that as well. And so, okay, let's talk about those pearls of wisdom. Like, what could we leave our audience with that they could use and take action on right away? The one that comes to mind immediately is that consistency beats commitment. Mm. One of the challenges of the New Year's resolution is that it tends to be a great commitment that is often broken. Mm. And you know, Julie, I don't know about you, uh, but um, it's easier to make and keep commitments to others, our family, our place of worship, our community, our civic uh, organizations. It's so much harder to make and keep commitments that we make uh, to ourselves. Why is that? Well, uh, you know, the challenge of focus is, is that we, we are holding up a mirror to what we will or will not do in yeah. order to get what we want. Mm-hmm. That's something that, um, well, I'm a praying person, and so I literally do pray about that. Like, I need to be better at keeping promises to myself. Mm. Yeah. You're not alone. (laughs) You you may be unique in God's eyes. You're not in mine. (laughs) Well, that it makes me feel good that I've got company. (laughs) Well, gosh, this has been fantastic. Will you please come back on the show again in the future? uh, My pleasure. I'd love to have you. For our listening audience, you can find more information about Mark LeBlanc and his business at growingyourbusiness.com. We will have that information in the show notes as usual. And I believe, Mark, you have... um, um, something that you're offering to our listeners as well? Or? Oh, I have a gift. Oh, boy. <laughs> what is it? Um, if anyone who is listening to this uh, now or uh, well into the future, exactly, um, if you will send me an email, mark, M-A-R-K, at growingyourbusiness.com, mark at growingyourbusiness.com, rest assured you will not go on our database. Mm. We will send you um, the current years, and this year, the 2022 focus tool that will help someone organize their morning routine, what we call their ultimate lighthouse, the 10 things they want in the next uh, 10 years, breaking down those annual targets to monthly benchmarks. Fantastic. Well, folks, um, I have uh, accessed and used Mark's tools in the past, and so you definitely want to get... Uh, get this, your hands on this. And and the fact that he's not going to put you into his, his rotation and his database is also another gift, right? So thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you, Mark, for being on the show. I so appreciate your time and your wisdom. And let's have you back for our listeners. You can access this episode and all other episodes on the Poised for Exit website. And we will be putting all this information in our show notes as well. Please share this program with your business owner friends and colleagues. We really do appreciate it. Please join us again next time.